Oh, we turn that light off real quick. Pod. This is episode number 13. We are eight episodes eight episodes away from being in the top 1%. Yeah. I'm going to say this every single time. Yep. I don't even care. Sure. It's the, it's the, it's the lead-in, you know? Yeah. It'll be crazy once we hit that episode 21. Episode 21 with Zayn Mir. Yeah. And our quality is getting so much better each yeah, episode. So. This is cinematic quality. Man. Yeah. yeah. We definitely needed this consistency. Otherwise, if we focused too much on quality, we wouldn't have been able to push these episodes out. Or we might have just quit, so I think it was the right move. All right, cool. So what I was going to tell you is I was reading this book that's that's called The Ape That Understood the Universe, and it's by this guy named Stephen Stewart Williams. And essentially, his main argument was that humans like other mammals, or humans and all mammals, we've been, our behaviors in the modern era are dictated by technology, or by our ancestors. And apparently, we originally all came from Africa, and then some people spread this way to the west, and some people spread this way to the east. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I kind of knew that, but I didn't fully piece it together in my okay, mind okay. until then. Yeah. But, you know, even the evolutions that different races have, it's based off weather patterns and stuff like that. So we were all African at one point. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Light, That's cool. Lighter skin is a, is a consequence of less sunlight. Is it? Because then they can absorb sunlight easier, no? Oh, yeah. that's why they get sunburned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that's... And then he was giving some... I didn't finish the book, obviously, but he's giving some specifications on how the modern stuff that we do now is still You're stimulated robotic. by back then. No, I know. I'm thinking, bro. I can't be. I can't be dynamic all the time. You know. Be dynamic. I can't. I, there's some parts where I have to be robotic. Yeah, sure. Because I'm looking through this book. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he basically calls out. He he calls us a fish out of water, and that's basically saying, we have, or we don't have, or we have all too many resources, mm-hmm. or we have too much accessibility to the world around us. I think the example we were talking about last episode was sugar. And how back in the day, or back in the day meaning back in those African tribe days, when we were, when we're going, we're, we're making our way around hunting and killing animals and staying, in, staying the night in wherever, whichever forest, wherever place. When we were doing that, we rarely came across any sweet substance. And that's why we developed a taste for sugar. Or why we like sugar. So why we like sugar yeah. so much. Because the example that he mentioned in the thing... He says that if you try to train a kid to eat broccoli instead of trying to eat sugar, he's saying they won't do it because it's genetically built into their their DNA. Yeah. That sugar is something that's good. Yeah. And, I don't know, broccoli is something that's not as good. Oh. So, yeah. So, the, the reason they say sugar, or the, so the reason sugar increases your dopamine level is actually a evolutionary thing because of how rare we got it. Yeah. That's why it increases our dopamine so much. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And also the thing with dopamine, I was mentioning it last episode, but I will repeat it again since the camera caught out so no one watched it. Sure. But dopamine is something that's used that your brain uses to facilitate something that's good for you to do. So, yeah. for example, we get dopamine from 
going to the gym or we get dopamine from doing hard things, even doing homework. Because I'm saying we live or we were supposed to live purposeful lives, kind of protecting our tribe and doing whatever and providing for them. Mm-hmm. But I, I like now that our brain assigns homework or some some type of school thing or whatever, it's saying that we're pushing towards purposeful living. So that schoolwork, when it's hard, it's hard for us, but then when we finish it, it feels good. Yeah. And that's the same thing with almost a lot of things that bring you dopamine. I think the issue where, as you mentioned with sugar, sugar can co- a lot of sugar, excess sugar can cause overweight and obesity. And the other thing is with social media as well, or social media and internet usage in general. And I guess the... The thing is, it gives you so much dopamine at once that your brain actually thinks of it as a productive task. So mm-hmm. inside your neurons or wherever this process is, it's telling you that this is something good and you should be you should keep doing it. And that's how addiction to something like this form. Yeah. Well, I guess my question is, if our like you said, if our brain is supposed to give us dopamine for doing good things, or if it's if that reward system is built for us perfectly for us to do what we need to do or do the or live purposeful lives then why do we get dopamine from watching tv or scrolling through social media because our brains haven't evolved to the level in which they can kind of take it because when the internet has been around for around 40 years maybe even less than that yeah and human or homo sapiens specifically have been around for two hundred thousand years yeah and the homo erectus and all those people are all the people that existed before us they were around for two million years before us. Yeah, the these past forty years are a small blip in that in that the history of our civilization. Yeah, or not even the history of civilization. Pre, yeah, just human history. Yeah, it's a small blip. It's not even zero point one percent. Sure. So our, I mean, if you look at agriculture as well, agriculture has only happened in the past ten thousand years mm-hmm. or past twelve thousand years or wherever. That's still a very small per or very small proportion of our total history. Mm-hmm. That's why they're saying that a lot of our behavior drives back to those times and not anywhere recently. And we've been developing so fast that our mind can't catch up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or our DNA can't catch up to it. Yeah, We're still built to do the things that we did back then. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we reflected that in the last episode too. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what we said specifically. I mean, we but... kind of touched on it, but I don't think we went too much into detail. Yeah. But I don't, I don't I mean but I'm I'm looking at this thing now. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, this is even saying even though we know that something is bad, we still willingly consume in it because our DNA tells us that it's good. Yeah. Again though, my question is why? I mean, there's the fact that the internet's only been for, uh, there for a little bit, but why is our brain rewarding us for watching social media? If dopamine is supposed to be our natural reward system, then why is it, like you said, it rewards us for going to the gym. It rewards us for doing homework. Why is it rewarding us for watching social media? I mean, I don't I mean, I can, I'll talk about social media specifically, but if you're looking in the context of the internet in general, yeah. I think video games are a big thing that you should, I mean, take a look at. Because what, I mean, we're built to have, in, in tribes, we're built to have status, right? Status, uh, sex, and basic basic security. And once you have you take that basic security element away, then it's just 
it's status and sex. And people often live that through a video game. Or I don't know, like not the sex part, but the status part. The sex part they take care of by themselves, which they, they didn't do back then either. But the status part... Is that true? People didn't... I mean, probably not. Really? Would they have the opportunity to? Yeah, I guess. I mean... I feel like it's a quite... I don't know. It's very easy to do it. And I don't see any reason for people not to do it back then. They could have, but still, they had more sex than we do. Yeah. But the the third thing, the status thing, that's the thing that I think draws a lot of people to the internet. And that's the thing that, I gives, lot, that gives lots of dopamine. Because in prehistoric times, if you didn't have status, you were kicked out of the group. That's why we all have a desire to be oh. some social or socially liked or whatever. So every sh- human has it, except if yeah. you're. So you're saying things like social media and video games are manipulating that almost. Yeah, they're and giving you status. You yeah. get dopamine from seeing the likes yeah. go up on your post, yeah. right? Yeah. And you get dopamine from playing a video game or beating a hard boss. Yeah. Or I don't know, leveling up, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That really reflects the point then that we're not meant to be, you know. Our development has been faster than our brain has evolved. Yeah. And I think that that point really reflects it. With yeah, this, even the status thing. Yeah. If you're talking about your goals and stuff, yeah. your brain internalizes it as you actually doing it. Mm-hmm. So then that layer is just taken care of and you feel satisfied. This yeah. is actually a thing. In the short term, you can feel satisfied if you talk about your goals to other people. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. They call it mental masturbation. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, what, that's yeah. what they refer to it as. Yeah. The, the like the gurus of people on youtube but also yeah that exists and also people use it in a positive way as well i read this book called psycho cybernetics mm-hmm. where you basically just visualize yourself in a successful position and your brain starts to transition to that slowly if you keep doing it because it's not the same as actually doing it yeah or experiencing it through video game or wherever yeah you know i saw an interview with donald trump and robert kiyosaki it's mm-hmm. on youtube and donald trump said he had a friend who so he had this friend he kept flying first class even though he couldn't afford it or he wasn't that rich and i don't know if it's true but he said that it gave him the mentality he needed and that allowed him to succeed (laughs) flying first class (laughs) yeah i don't know i think there's some merit to that idea but i'm not sure there's probably a better way to go about it maybe it was an extreme case i mean he even said in the video it was an extreme case but yeah. Yeah. Your mentality makes up a lot of it, though. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Or, I mean, not completely, but he's he's on the right track, at least. DJT? Who? He's on the right track. Oh, his friend. What? Donald Trump. Yeah, what about him? You're talking about his friend, right? Y- yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you were talking about Donald Trump. What did Donald Trump do? Him saying that. All right, never mind. What? <laughs> yeah, all right. But yeah, yeah the mentality, yeah, because... There's science behind how your brain actually takes that mm-hmm. and how you can move forward with it. Yeah. You know, even now, we have better better lighting and stuff. Yeah. Maybe we'll get into that mentality of being high-quality podcasters. Yeah, yeah. Increasing quality each episode. Yep. Hey, you mind handing me my water bottle? Yeah, sure. But I was really thinking about this idea that you said it best here. I don't know how I was thinking about it, but our brain has not evolved as fast as society has developed. And I guess that's not the way I was thinking about it, but I was just thinking almost similar, but I was thinking we aren't meant to live in this era. Our brains aren't, we aren't fit to live in this age. That's been true for a long time though. Really? For how long? 
Yeah, I mean, I we can agree. pinpoint exactly the industrial revolution, but there's a lot of arguments that can be would, made that we've been we 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 couldn't live before. That. Yeah, yeah, I would argue even before the industrial revolution, I would say, I don't know, maybe at the advent of civilization, large civilizations, what where people stopped stopped getting into or stopped staying in tribes and started becoming more collective. Yeah, I would say maybe that at that point. The reason I was thinking this though, I forgot, but you know, I was thinking something. <laughs> it's just lost, but bro, I yeah. had this thought. We were talking about this we were talking about this last episode as well. Yeah. But we've kind of gone against our mammal nature to stay in tribes. Uh-huh. I think w- people that do things for the benefit of civilization, it's not really I mean, I can't say it's not genuine, but it's not it's not strong. I don't think it's a strong feeling. I feel like it's more of a feeling of duty than it is of personal emotion. Because you care a lot of a lot more about your own kids or your own mother or your own father than your neighbor's mother, your neighbor's father, your neighbor's kids, right? Mm-hmm. That's because we're built to be in these small circles. And all the mammals do it too. Like wolves or gorillas or uh, bears or where, whoever. They care, or whales, fucking whales. They care about their own, their own kin more than that of other, mm-hmm. other bears or whales or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I just had this thought, bro. I'm trying to remember. Was it from the last episode? What? That we talked about this. We talked a little bit about it in the last episode. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot what exactly I was thinking. Whatever, it's lost. But it was the same idea. Mm-hmm. And I even oh, talked... Oh, you know what? Yeah, go. Keep going. Yeah, I even talked about... Or I've even thought about how good it would be just to be... This is a, this might have been the line of thinking I was on. But I was thinking about how it would feel to be a farmer so long ago. Not before the advent of civilization. Yeah. Just a, just a farmer. I, was th- I don't what, know. You're just raising your crops. A farmer... I mean... What do they have? Farmer, fisherman, and a couple other super small roles. Yeah. And they all just came together. They shared the fish. They shared the rice. They shared everything. Yeah. I think I was thinking something like maybe that's all you need to be happy. You don't need any more than that. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only reason I would, I'd want money... I mean, you know I'm not a very materialistic person. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd want money so that I won't have any money problems. Exactly. Exactly. So, I think I was, I was telling someone that the reason... Where even that someone might not be pursuing that or be, might be pursuing whatever money and all that is just because of society. And then I was imagining I think a time. It's also due to the status thing we were mentioning earlier. Yeah. Seeing the numbers go up. Exactly. And dopamine and exactly. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that's what was leading me to think that maybe we should have. It would have been better at a time when all this wasn't around. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that kind of thinking because yeah, then yeah. we're already here. Might yeah. as well take, take But it led to it. the same idea. Yeah. Also, what you were saying earlier about why are our brains conditioned to not be afraid of social media, or even if we if you bring it to substances that are dangerous for us, like drugs, people willingly partake in drugs. The answer to this, actually, if you imagine the scenario where a car is coming at a porcupine as fast as it could. Mm-hmm. You know, porcupines have, like, they shell up, right? Yeah. What do you think a porcupine would do if a car is coming as fast as, or as, fast as possible? What, are you asking for fight, fight or flight? Like, would it shell what, up or would it run away? What would it do? What would it do if a car was going at it? Yeah. 
What do you think it would do? I know the answer. I think it would shed love. It, it knows it's not fast enough to move out of the way, right? No, 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 it's not that. That It would shell up, that's the answer. But the reasoning is different. It's because back in the day, whenever bears were coming at, bears or whatever were coming at porcupines, they developed the thing so where they could shell up and then it would be completely fine. The bear would just go away because it can't fucking eat the shell. Yeah. But when you see a, a when, when it sees a car coming at it, it has the same response built into its DNA. Yeah. It doesn't know that it should run away yeah. because bears and stuff, they're obviously faster than porcupines. Yeah. So what it does, it just shells up and it gets run over by the car. Yeah. Because the car can easily, you know, ram that thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, or not I think, I, there's strong evidence for us behaving the same way. We're scared of, I mean, we're scared of dogs. A lot of people are scared of snakes or spiders or whatever because it all caused, or bees or whatever, it, it all caused such detriment to us in the past mm-hmm. that it's built into our DNA. But social media and stuff like that, and even drugs, that's come around recently. Our brains haven't had the time to say this is a bad thing. Yeah. And we just keep indulging in it. Yeah. Because we wouldn't jump off a cliff for the thrill yeah. most of the time. Yeah. I mean, people do that because it's hard. But people don't do it because it's fun. I mean, maybe people find fun in the hard. But they're scared of heights. But they're not scared of their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I definitely agree. And that's just to the point that their development has been so fast. If you go back, if you're using jumping, jumping from heights or snakes as an example, those are such little things. And even if they... If, even if humans weren't accustomed to it back then, it was just one or two things, and eventually they would become accustomed to that. But now there's almost a million things. There's your phone and all the apps inside of it, every single video game. There's just, I, yeah, I, I really think that reinforces that point. There's just way too many things that have been developed that are bad for us. Yeah. And this is also talking about why kids don't like school uh-huh. as much. And I was, I didn't touch on it. I said we'd talk about it in this episode, so. But putting, because what we do back in those days as well, we'd prepare for the tasks that would bring or that would protect and provide for our tribe. But now, things like math or writing or or arithmetic is math, but math, writing, I don't know, history, whatever. They didn't learn that back in the day. That wasn't of use to them. What was of use to them was hunting and stuff like that. That's why a lot of kids enjoy doing sports way more than they enjoy doing school. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think Indian society is different then? Because well, do, we, do you enjoy learning? I enjoy learning. I enjoy learning, but... Uh, I also it, enjoy sports. It depends on how it is. I think most kids enjoy learning. It's just... Actually, I mean, I enjoy learning things that I think will be useful to me later. Right. Even stuff, even but even this evolutionary psychology thing, I, I enjoy learning about it. I enjoy learning. I don't think it's a specifically Indian thing. I think a lot of kids enjoy learning. I think a lot of Asian kids are into learning more than more than anywhere else in the world. Per, per at least from my experience, I've seen that most most Asian kids tend to be into learning. That might be related to culture, unless due to evolutionary psychology. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think when you push a or when a culture pushes the benefits of learning and the positive learning that kid is more willing to take the initiative to learn and then they once they're actually doing it they're like oh this is kind of fun yeah. whereas when you have someone when you have a culture that's pushing negative things about learning then they won't even take that initiative in the first place and they won't know it can be fun 
that's true. Okay, this is the breast cancer thing. This is why most people, or not most, but a lot of people have a lot, lot, or why breast cancer is even a thing. Mm-hmm. I'll just read this because it's a lot of information. Sure. For most of our history, women have spent the bulk of their reproductive years either pregnant or breastfeeding. Women don't menstruate when they're pregnant, and they tend not to menstruate when they're breastfeeding either, at least not in hunter-gatherer conditions. The net result is that until recently, most women had only 100 or so menstrual cycles in their lifetimes. Things are very different today. Women hit puberty earlier, have fewer pregnancies, and spend a smaller fraction of their lives nursing their young. They, therefore, have many have many more menstrual cycles than their ancestors, as many as 400. Uh, this is more important that their rep- or this is more important than their reproductive systems, or this is not important. Where am I even reading that? This is more than their reproductive systems are designed for, and it exposes them to unnaturally high levels of hormones and unnaturally frequent hormonal fluctuations. And this apparently increases women's risk of breast cancer as well as conditions such as anem- anemia and endometria or something. But yeah and they're saying they compared that to obesity they're saying it's the same way and that lifestyle now is influencing the rise of these diseases because we didn't have them back in the day or back in the day in tribal times mm-hmm. yeah that would make sense yeah. yeah i'm not really sure what else to say on that say about that but that's the reason i was telling or i knew i was yeah whatever yeah i was gonna say that last time but i didn't have the exact science behind it but I'm yeah, reading directly yeah. from the book. Yeah, I remember. What about other diseases? Is it? It's saying even depression is is something that's that's coming here because now, of more often because of, yeah. No, they said back in the day we didn't. No, no one in the hunter gatherer tribes had depression. Yeah, but now a lot of people do. Yeah, and you were hinting at this in the David podcast where you were saying that technological development is actually causing it, and it's not just the chemicals. Of course, it's the chemicals as well. But you were saying it's a lack of purposeful living. Yeah. Yeah, I did say that. I said, and also the fact that people have nothing to do and they're just they have yeah lack of purposeless or lack of purpose. Um, because if you go back to people before, they had they were busy. They were never sitting around doing nothing. They always had they had to worry about the next meal, the next uh, getting water for them to live, and even if you look at a place less developed areas in the world today depression is way lower and that's because these people have a purpose they have somewhere to climb but once you hit that top and then you don't want to go yeah you're at the top there's nowhere to climb and even people who haven't hit the top and you're just comfortable in the state of living you are and you have again purposelessness or you're without goals that's when i think depression hits because, again, that's when you're sulking in your thoughts. There's, there's nothing there. For a, perp- for a person who has purpose, they're, they're always thinking something. I have to get here. I have to get here. But I think that nothingness is dangerous. Also, look at me when I talk, bro. <laughs> no, I know. I was reading this book. Yeah, okay. That's why. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't really say it better. Even a lot of people, then they get out of depression, they have more of a purposeful intent. Yeah, I think I, I think depression at least is mainly or at least what I've observed in, in other people I've mainly seen it as either a lack of purpose or a lack of love and I can't generalize but from my experience as well 
males feel it a lot more in lack of purpose and women feel it a lot more in lack of love because mm-hmm. they don't feel like or something with status mm-hmm. I don't know how the female brain works I'm not a female but it's interesting males generally I think what I don't know how this ties back into our the olden days yeah. back then but I think still I mean even females had a lot more purposeful living back then than they do now and even more than most males do now to be honest but uh, I guess where I'm going with this is that the way in which it's caused as you were saying earlier is people not knowing what to do with their lives because a lot of people they try to I think I think drugs have also kind of helped in that because a lot of people when they don't know what they're doing they just they either spend time on their phone or they go out and they go for they go for drinks with their friends or they go smoke weed or something like that yeah they're they're numbing that feeling which is just postponing it or making it worse yeah if you don't this, that's why I'm a big advocate against antidepressants I'm not a big advocate against it I've never spoken out about it or anything but I have the opinion that antidepressants are bad for you because what they do is they eliminate the chemical but they're not eliminating the actual cause yeah what I think is inter- in interventionary cases where someone is about to commit suicide or they're on the verge of something like that then it might be necessary but again uh, that's only there because of the de- developments we've had yeah exactly yeah. but I think that there's no way that someone should actually be committing or someone should even be thinking about but committing suicide it, what, it's possible it's it possible. is possible yeah. it is possible I guess yeah you're right I've I mean, I've considered the possibility, but I haven't looked yeah. into it. Then to save that life, it's necessary. Yeah, but then it's something that you can get addicted on, no? Because you're... It's, yeah, it's there's also proper the usage of, and improper usage, yeah. as with any drug. But the, another another thing we talked about in the last episode was people pushing... Or people not s- sitting down and sifting through their thoughts. And... That wasn't on the last one, buddy. That was on the one before. One before, yeah, my bad. But... Yeah, that that also connects to this because, like I said, the, when you go to the bar and get drinks or something like that, you're pushing away something that you need to do, which is sift through your thoughts. And the more you do this, the more you, when you're sad, you go and listen to music. Or, I mean, music is something different. It's been there for a while. We can. Yeah, it, but also, I feel like it's similar to a drug. It's just not intense because it manipulates your mood. If you listen to sad music, you'll feel sad. Yeah. If you listen to hype music, you'll feel hype. It is kind of, yeah. That's, I've always found that strange. But, I mean, okay, yeah, music is a lesser example, but if you use something like, you know. So what's that sound? What? That's me. Sorry. Right, don't do that, man. Yeah. It's but if you use something like going out and getting drinks, you're pushing away what needs to be done, which is, or in, sift through your thoughts, order your mind. Yeah, exactly. Because... You were saying that meditation was invented back in the day for people that needed to... Because all they do is sit with their thoughts because they didn't have any stimulants. So what meditation was intended to do was it helped them increase their focus and stuff yeah. by completely clearing away anything in their head yeah. for a certain period of time or whatever. Yeah. And that would reflect in however they would act the rest of the time. Yeah. And now we need the opposite. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really have anything to add to that. Neither do I. Yeah, because we we touched on it. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. What else do you think? I mean, I can look through this book, but About what evolutionary else? psychology? Yeah. Ah. Uh, the I mean, way that we we behave. You think is everything, or what? What do you think that everything we do is for? 
Meaning what? Everything we do? Yeah. What is it for? Yeah. Our behavior. I mean, this guy all, This guy says there's a lot of different theories to where... I mean, Darwin was saying that it was for the survival of our species. And someone else was saying that it was all for reproducing and having or expanding our species. I don't think there's a clear-cut answer to that. I don't think you can define humans like that. Um, and I think that's where science and faith intersect. Yeah. You know? In the field of faith, we believe in... We know of faithless people and faithful people. And faithful people have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And faithless people don't. Yeah. That's I what mean, we believe. It's as if the faithless people... We believe them to be wandering through life aimlessly. Yeah. But that goes back to the point of before the advent of any kind of faith, maybe 200,000 years ago, What? how about then? Then I think it could have always been about survival because, you know, what else is there to think about at that yeah, stage? Yeah, because if you think about it, I mean, I'm sure all this stuff, I'm sure faith and all that stuff existed. But it really started to become wild. Or it spread like wildfire once agriculture had started. Exactly. All, all Every ancient text was written after that. Yeah. Of any religion. Yeah. So when you have more time and you're not always at doing something, that's when you start to contemplate things. So I think the question of posing that, what are what is everything we are... Or what, what did you ask again in your words? You said, Why do you think we do the things that we do? Yeah. I think there is no clear-cut answer to that from a human standpoint. Really? I was, I mean, in the Joe Rogan Naval podcast, Naval was saying that if, I mean, there's the broad question of people saying, what is the meaning of life or what is the purpose of life? And he's saying that there's really three answers to that. The one, one of them, he said, is if it's individual reason or it's personal reason exactly. everyone has their own different that's meaning. what i'm saying that's and then the second one is it's an axiom because god put you here or something like that axiom meaning what you're depending on something larger than oh, you to right. illustrate your purpose right. and the third this is the most boring answer but apparently this exists whenever a human dies the world heats up just a little bit like a very small amount and it's something where we're supposed to heat up the world to that amount because the carbon gets released in our body or something. He's saying that was also... That's a true scientific... There's only three. I don't know why I held up four fingers. But he's saying that's a true scientific reason. Mm-hmm. or that That's the way that scientists would use to justify themselves. Really? Mm-hmm. So when you die... I mean, I can look it up. Yeah. But I don't know. I was really thinking about those individual reasons. And that's why they, I said there was no clear-cut answer. But, yeah. Nah, it's just talking about global, global, global warming and stuff. Yeah. But his podcast is on a different level, bro. What he talks about. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. But did you, did you watch it? What? Or did you watch some of it? Yeah. It's actually crazy. Yeah. He's, I don't know. I feel like he does a lot of that where he sits around and, and talks. Because even when we're talking about our, our sits around and thinks. Yeah. Because even when we're talking about articulation. Yeah. I think he's one of the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at, if you look at. His responses to Rogan or his, his responses to anybody else on his podcast, it seems like it's so well thought out. Even he was saying in, in the middle of his podcast, sometimes I, I think about things and then I kind of express them in a way 
or I'm thinking about them as before I got on this podcast, I was thinking if Joe were going to ask me this question, what would I say or something like that? Mm-hmm. And he, but the way that he answers every question seems like it's so well thought out. Yeah. It seems like he, he, he's a robot and he's just generating, generating the response yeah. to the question that he's asked. Yeah. That's insane. I think, I think that's what happens when people actually get in tune with their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Or fully in tune. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine a world, uh, everyone living well, like that, that. everyone that, being that articulate, everyone being that well thought out. It's that utopia picture. Remember the one that I showed you? Yeah. Or the, the, the flying cars flying like this, <laughs> that urban thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the world would be like. Yeah. I don't know. Is that development a good thing? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like if everyone is in tune with their own thoughts, then it should be a good thing. No? Like if everyone's fine, it's convenient. It's a good It's thing. convenient. Yeah. It's convenient. It just for allows us. us to be better. Yeah, I don't know. Surely that's not a bad. Is thing. that what better means? Is this what the whales saw? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. But here's what my point was earlier. Is that really better? What, what, what is the meaning of convenience? What is convenience? Why does that matter at all? I. It I, makes it easier for us to do our jobs. Travel, for example. If a guy was. A shoe shiner, but yeah, fucking. But you're, you're missing. The, he had to walk to the train station to shine his shoes. But then, you're missing in 1920, he could have rode his car there. You're missing the bigger picture. What I'm asking is, why is that even? Is any of this a good thing? You're saying, if everyone is cool, like everyone, no one's depressed, and everyone's in touch with their thoughts, then development is a good thing. But is it? I feel like it's neither a good thing or a bad thing. It's just nothing. So the point that I'm trying to explain is that maybe the peak of human experience was Back just then. was just being a hunter-gatherer. Yeah. And it just doesn't then. get better than that. And I know we bring this up a lot, but in our belief system, we have these four stages of the world. Yeah. And that was the golden era as per those stages. Really? Yeah. And this yeah. is the era of suffering. True. So maybe at that start, when people are just when things are simpler maybe that's just the peak human experience yeah but i mean correlation is not causation or whatever we say in 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 debate mm-hmm. like whenever we're doing debate we always use that as our, yeah, our yeah, anti-argument yeah, yeah. yeah but i'd say i'd pick that side in this case as well just because they didn't have technology back then doesn't mean it was the golden era it could have made it more inconven- if for if we're hunter gatherers we could have had tools that made it more convenient for us to hunt are you saying back when we used to fight animals with our bare hands and we used to eat rocks, is that a better stage of life than when we had swords and bows and arrows and stuff? Because that's still technological development. I, you know, it might be similar to, we've talked about the economic cycle of countries where you're, there's a rise, there's a top, and then there's a fall. And ideally, you want to be living in the rise of a country. And, you know, we even argued about the best point in the rise. And we said it was right before you hit the top. Because that's when you have that technological innovation. But then... Oh, yeah. So maybe it's a similar case where you have technological innovation, but you're not quite at the top yet. So when we're talking about, you know, maybe not eating... Our stage where we were eating rocks, that was probably not the yeah. best stage. But yeah, sure. Maybe a time when we had tools and we had bows and arrows. What? So you think human civilization peaked 150,000 years ago and we've just been on the decline since then? The human experience. I, what was the was the was people the bow and were, arrow a more significant invention than the people iPod? were happiest. People were best, best yeah. off because they were living with intent. I feel like there's still a lot of intent to be found. There's because if you're looking at 
I mean, the similar, or not similar, what am I even saying? The comparison I can draw between then and now, it's not a big comparison, it's kind of a stretch, but not not really. The job, mar- the job market, if you're looking at the job market, a lot of jobs from back then have been shut down, but a lot of new jobs are opening due to development. So I think we'll always have, and there's always an employment shortage, I think we'll always have a place where we can live purposefully but that connection isn't there anymore since back then it was our most our 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 most basic need our survival but okay. now we're now we're working for the betterment of society sure do you get what i'm saying i get what you're saying but i would say let's remove the hypothetical let's remove the hypothetical that people are in touch with their thoughts then people are not depressed or whatever and let's address the current situation that we're living in it's a direct consequence. I think that hypothetical, even though we were just considering it, might be a useless hypothetical. Yeah. Because all of this, like we've been saying, is a, is a consequence of development. So I think that's really the main idea, that development may not be a good thing. But and I don't think development is necessarily a bad thing. I just think that... I think, I think in certain areas it is. For example, I think social media in general. But even social media, it isn't, a, it isn't always a bad thing. It allows us to connect with... Other people, sure, but that like, double-edged sword exists for anything. Yeah, but that double-edged sword exists for anything. There's always a good to some bad thing, you know. Like those people that say, you know, Hitler was a good public speaker, you know. Yeah, that those people. I wonder who those people are. That doesn't mean we <laughs> want that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are you referring to? What? Who are you referring to? The kid in that class? Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, <laughs> Kanye said that too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, uh, but yeah. I think it's a direct consequence. And if you look at the globe, there's just certain big problems that aren't going to disappear, like depression. It's That's not going anywhere, and it's on the incline. You think? What if, what if a World War Three starts? Depression, depression will end? go away, yeah. I don't think so. I think trauma will resurface, but I think depression will go away. Because depression and trauma are different things. Yeah, that's interesting. I really have faith in this. Well, my... I. My belief system, it's it's very strong. Yeah. You know, I'm a Hindu, so when whenever I see oh these, really really are yeah, you yeah yeah wow. whenever you I really see, believe it yeah 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 whenever I see these kind of things, I'm inclined to think about the four stages of our four stages of our whatever world, and yeah, it just reinforces the idea to me. Maybe when if I see it personally happen, but if you think about even the past hundred years those kind of issues have only gotten worse and they aren't getting better. I think that, I mean, I, I also believe in the belief system. I think we're at a worse stage now, but I don't think development is a cause of it, you know? Then what? So that whatever higher reason there is? Yeah. Yeah. It's just how things ended up. It's not because of development. Yeah, it's not because of development. Yeah. Because development was good. Yeah. And then once yeah. we entered this, this era, development was suddenly yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Should I keep looking at this book and see what, seeing what else they talk about? Yeah. What else? About evolutionary psychology. There's definitely some interesting things. Where do you think curiosity comes from? Again, I think it might go, go back to the point when you have more time and at the advent of agricultural society and you're thinking. 
You sound like a butt right now. Yeah, yeah, I do, bro. Shut up. That's so corny, but yeah. So you say every single time. Yeah, but not like that, bro. What the hell is that? It's a mimicry. Uh, It was a bad mimicry. No, that's what you. That's what you look like. Uh, Yeah, it's fucking dumb. But yeah, I think it goes back to that point of agricultural, the advent of agriculture, and that's when people had more time to just think. And then from and there, people just became interested in learning. People just became interested, yeah. Because like, like who it, the hell figured out calculus? Were they that interested in in finding the area under the curve? They had so much more time, and they were just yeah. thinking about things, you know, like Isaac Newton. No one discovered gravity for two hundred thousand years of two of human civilization until some guy tossed an apple or watched an apple drop from a tree. And that's a myth, bro. <laughs> yeah, but still, <laughs> point still stands. You're a kid. Point still stands. Right. No, man, Isaac Newton was real. <laughs> Uh, that apple was real. Yeah. <laughs> what about Einstein? Why did we even think of relativity? I feel like even when I learn stuff like that, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did this guy even discover relativity? He was thinking. Yeah. Real, real hard. He didn't have his phone to distract him. Yeah. True. You think you think we're past the age of scientific discoveries? <coughs> no, it's still getting there. What about what about the the comment on our thing where he's saying Neuralink could help help his dad walk again? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, (laughs) I didn't even reply to that, bro. I didn't reply to that. No, I said, how do you reply to that? Did you like it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the only one that's not liked, bro? Maybe I liked it. He's lying, bro. It's, a, it's clearly a troll. No, no, no. It's a troll. It has no. to be a troll. No, I can't. Bro. He sounded really genuine. <laughs> he's trolling. He's trolling. He's wanting, he wants to mess with us. He wants to mess with us. All right, sure. That's why I'm laughing at it, by the way. I'm keeping that part in. No. Bro, we're cutting it out. We're no, cutting we're it out. We're no, cutting no, it no. out. All right, It's fine. genuine. It's authenticity. It builds our brand. <laughs> All right, bro. Yeah, I'm snapping, too. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I come back from that? Uh, I'm okay, but back. still, all right. The point still stands. What yeah. I brought up, it still stands. Yeah. There's good. There, there are good things about development. Yeah. And the bad, the the consequences or the bad things that are happening might not be due to development. I'd agree with you. Because we've we've cured cholera, the plague, yeah. and a bunch of other. Sh- yeah. So the bad things that are happening that. aren't directly because of it. It just happens to be paired with it. Yeah, and also as we've been expanding human civilization, I think diseases and stuff like that have been increasing because we're coming in contact with other people. Mm-hmm. Colombian Exchange, for example, a bunch of Spanish people met a bunch of Native American people, and then boom, disease outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. Yeah. So the development to cure those diseases could be a good thing, but then there's also an example of development causing the diseases, such as cancer. Or lead poisoning, or all that stupid—I can't say stupid shit that people die from, yeah. but stuff that people die from. Yeah. Yeah. So there yeah, are some direct that. things. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. The German team. Hmm? The German soccer team. What about them? Have you never seen that photo? Mm. They're in Qatar. Oh, and they all did this to their national anthem. Yeah, and then they just fucking lost it. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Germany is fucking ass now, bro. They were so good back in the day. Yeah. You remember the. The days when Muller and what's that other dude, Mario Goetze, and all it's just all those Bayern dudes. Yeah, were yeah, in yeah. their prime, yeah. and they're just so good. The seven one, the seven one Brazil. 
I mean, can we talk about the Denver team? <laughs> they start, suck, man. Start talking about football. It's, they suck. Yeah. And also, I think we should stop talking about football. Why? I don't know. I feel like this isn't. It's not flowing. It's not. It doesn't have the same momentum. Right, you know, fine, fine. That the other one did. Yeah. <coughs> well, the snap was a figurative thing. I didn't. I didn't mean for you to snap as well. Oh. But yeah. I think should we, we just are we done? Should this we get shorter Vic- episode. Should we get Vikram on? Nah. You know, we should get Vikram on to do the the Jamie thing though. That's what I think. I think he should just be looking stuff up in the background. Actually. While we're doing stuff. He would do it too. I think either Vikram or Naren. Naren. Naren would be a fun one. Yeah. We can give him a job. We can we can assign him purposeful living. Maybe once he watched our episodes a bit. Though. Yeah. Once this is how we change him. Once he once he sees this episode. Yeah. He'll see, you know, the the purposeful living. How social media is ruining him, and yeah. how he's living a purposeless life. Yeah. Yeah. True. Good place to end it. Sure. Don't take birth control. <laughs>